All right, man. Hey, um, this is take three now. Uh, thankfully, we only got about two minutes in uh, before I had to restart twice. But um, just gonna apologize in advance. We got a lot of uh, a lot of people up at the house this week. A lot of activity here, so might have some background noise. But we're gonna we're gonna push through it this time. No big deal. It's low stress. Um, hosting a uh, a veterans expedition. I do it every year. I work with uh, Travis Manning Foundation, and uh, we, in various different ways. But one of the ways we work is we we host a, a veterans leadership uh, expedition up here at our property in Colorado, and um, it's really cool. You work with a bunch of veterans, some survivors, ambassadors of the um, Travis Manning Project, and uh, we work with uh, we partner with Steve's Club, specifically out of Denver. And we go and do the Manion workout with their students. And then we come back up here to the ranch and we, we spend three days doing some hiking and some camping, talking about leadership and strengths and all of these things. And then we finish back up at the end of the week with another engagement with the students from Steve's Club. And we do a community service project. We're kind of a legacy project right now. We work on the same same area uh, every year so pretty excited but anyways a big big week going on up here and couple that off with uh some allergies the pine dust but um getting into it i, I was um and it's funny i keep getting i keep thinking about it. it's easier to it's easier to keep up than catch up and that's what i'm going to talk about a little bit because i've been i've been wrestling with it a few different directions and angles and um this week even it it uh yeah anyways same 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 conversation we have every week about how I talk about something but um it's easier to keep up than catch up it was something that we used to when we were squad leaders and platoon sergeants or even lieutenants whatever in the, in the marine corps it was just something that we just kept saying and usually it happened around hiking forced marches where you're hiking inevitably somebody gets a little tired and they don't go the same pace as everybody else and they're in the middle and so like the gap the, the, the dispersion between that person and the person in front of them starts to get longer and longer and what it does is it puts a big burden on everybody behind them it makes them have to walk faster it's weird you can't figure out why that works but when somebody starts to fall out or fall back everybody behind that person has to work harder and frustrations start to build. Come on, man, keep up, keep up. Come on, get up there, close the gap. And, you know, in marching, not marching, hiking, trek, um, like forced marching, it has a bigger effect. And we used to always say, hey, it's easier to keep up than catch up. And it happens in running when you're running in formation or, or whatever. And when you think about it, like, so you start to fall back. So instead of having maybe... 24 inch dispersion somebody's got six or seven or eight feet big giant gap the the integrity of the unit is starting to get compromised and then then they're holding pace except there's a big gap and so we might be marching at three miles an hour and even though the person that is falling back is still marching at three miles an hour it's harder than the effort to close that gap to get back up when you're still putting out the same amount of energy as everybody else, except you have the gap, you have to work harder to get back caught up. And then you, because you've worked harder, you're at a deficit, you're more fatigued, and then it you, you keep up for a little bit, but 
you're already having trouble, so now you're going to have more trouble because you had to put out extra effort or exertion just to catch up, and inevitably you end up falling back again, and then you get in pace and stride as you recover a little bit, and then you try to catch back up again, and then you have to exert extra energy in comparison to if you were just to keep holding on to three miles an hour and just just stay caught up, you know? And everybody behind you pays the price because they're doing it, and it's it, they're paying even more than you are just to catch back up. It's crazy. Um, I don't know. Somebody can do some equations on it. I'm mildly interested in that. But um, the concept is just keep up, man. Just just stay there. Yeah, it sucks. And yeah, you're working hard, and you have to put some effort in. But the, just having the the vision to think about how much more effort you're going to have to put in if you just decide to take a break right now or to relax or rest or let your guard down and then just having the the wherewithal to th- remember the future like oh man I'm going to have to work twice as hard just to catch back up and that's going to put me in a greater deficit when you can just prevent that and um, here's why I keep thinking about it because I'm recognizing as I'm getting older uh, it's harder and harder for me to get back what I've lost over the last three, four years of not really working out hard, you know, cause I'm, I'm starting to train again for a specific event and that training is coming back really slow and I'm not seeing the results that I want. And it's like, wow, I got to work harder. You know, I got to work harder now just to, get, to get back what I lost when I could have just had some discipline and maintained not having to try to excel or advance or, or pass people, but just maintain what I've already got for a little while. And I just didn't. And so now I'm playing the catch-up game. And it is, I think as we get older, it gets harder and harder. I think the, the analogy between the two is fairly fairly obvious. Um, but I'm noticing that myself personally. Pull-ups, you know, just the workouts, and running, the little aches and the pains. And had I have just been maintaining, probably wouldn't be feeling that stuff, you know. I just let it go. Fortunately, I didn't let it go like to total shit. I mean, we see a lot of people that just let their let everything go to complete crap, and then and there's a tremendous amount of inertia that they have to overcome or gain to even get close to getting momentum to get on the right track to get it back, you know. And usually that. That obstacle, that amount of force that they have to generate, the excessive force just to get the ball rolling in the right direction is enough to just turn them away from wanting to do it. You know, I feel it. Um, Don't work out for three, four days, and I feel a little sluggish. And then the motivation or the enthusiasm to, ah, well, I'm going to go down and work out today is just not there in in a, a great amount of essence. And it's like, well, I didn't work out for the last three days. One more day is not going to hurt. And then you let it go another day. You let it go another day. It's like, man. And then you say, well, I'll just do it. And then you go and do it. And during the workout, you're reminded, like, man, this sucks. My weights are really bad. Or, oh, I can't move. Or, oh, that hurts. Or, oh, that aches. Well, I'm going to do it half-ass. Or I'm not going to do it as much. I'm just going to call this a a starter just to get me warmed up and then tomorrow I'll work out and I'll be a little bit better but that's the mind working right the mind trying to to rationalize something instead of being just focused on doing it 
and you can see how that problem plays out. And then just how discouragement comes in and sets in. And I'm fighting it, man. I'm fighting it. And I'm reminded, you know, when we're around, like my folks are in town. And I see a loss of capacity. And it's like, yeah, like, I'm blessed to be able to see that. And like, I don't want that. I don't want to have to be out of breath by bending over. Or I don't want to have to, like, not be able to get down on my hands and knees to do something on the ground. And then, you know, stand up and then it wreck me for the rest of the day or something like that and it's inevitable as we get older but if I can stave it off for as long as possible but um, it would have been easier if I would have just kept up these last few years instead of trying to play catch up um, and then I mean so that's all obvious physically right like we can take this down and beat it up wow it just it's a self it's a self feeding thing and that makes me want to like hey Okay, Tosh, like right now, I have the awareness of that. Don't don't let it happen. And even then, you know, I'm already stuck in the in the spiral a little bit. Well, I'll just start tomorrow instead of today. And it just it's wild, man. But on the phys that's the physical the physical side of it. Um you know, I was reminded when I was when I was training Robert Guerrero when we were boxing and we worked hard. It was a comeback fight from Mayweather. And he needed to get in physical shape. And we had we were starting scratch because it was 13 months. And he was just, you know, the loss to Mayweather, the whole nine yards. We had to rebuild him, build some strength. And then he also, he's a boxing community. I'm a general fitness, um, a GPP type fitness community. So there's some reconciliation of what we believe to be conditioning and strength. And um, we worked hard. We worked really hard for like eight months. Got him into the best shape he's ever been in. And, and a testament to him, you know, his discipline, his force of will, his desire, his drive, the support mechanisms he had in place around him in his life. That, um, he was able to overcome all that stuff. And we were able to push him hard, drive him hard, and get him there. And then when he fought Kamigai, he ended up winning a massive bloody physical battle like was up for like fight of the year or something didn't win it but didn't win that that honor fight of the year but he won the fight the comeback fight and it was awesome and then of course there's going to be a couple a couple weeks a day a couple days week whatever oh hey like let's just relax let's let our adrenal system just kind of have a break and but let's get back into training you know and we don't have to go super super hard but let's just maintain you know we just climbed this hill and now what are we going to do? Just going to sit down in a lazy boy and just f- roll down the hill so that we have to climb back up again? You know, what, how about what if we just, just just maintain and just stay on that that one contour profile and just float around there to rest and recovery while we're maintaining? Maybe we lose a little bit of ground. And then when the next fight comes in, let's work hard again. And then we'll be even higher than we were when we thought we were at the best possible shape we could have been in. But that's not what he wanted to do. He just wanted to bask in the glory of a win and recover and get lazy and get a big head. And he just stopped wanting to work. Just did not want to work. Um, and, the, and the rationalization was, is like, well, I did it this time. I'll just wait until I have a fight on the books. And then we'll just do a, an 11-week training camp, and we'll get right back to where I was, and I'll go in there, and I'll, and I'll win. And it's like, yeah, that's not, I don't I don't believe in that. I think that's wrong. And um, I just couldn't convince him to do it. 
and it's easy for me to see outward from outside looking at and pointing at somebody else. And, um, you know, I'm very critical of him for that. I'm, I'm understanding to a certain degree, but very, very critical of him for that. And, um, some of the leadership that was allowing him to do that. And, um, I just, I just don't have any control, but we're going to, we're going to tiptoe and we're going to, we're going to pamper around a professional athlete. I think that's, that's lame. Um, but it's easy for me to point fingers. And then I, I sit here and I'm looking at it like, well, I can exactly turn that mirror around and look at myself, man. And I'm doing the same exact thing, you know? And so here I am, I'm going to get on here and I'm going to wax for 15, 20, half an hour. And then I'm not going to really be a man of my word or like, uh, almost hypocritical, right? So that's why I wanted to talk about it this week because I'm committed to training and training hard and digging and going. And, um, if I throw it out to the world, it's like, yeah, I'm making a contract, man. It's a handshake. I believe very strongly in handshakes and I'm saying it out loud. So now I'm, now I'm committed. I'm going to do it. But, um, that's just like, and that's just the start. Let's talk about this in, from a from a from a psychological, mental aspect, you know. Because we're always, you know, we're in this thing is like, hey, nobody cares. Work harder, or just work harder, or work hard, do hard work, do work, whatever, whatever the saying is. And it's like, hey, all good. I'm not afraid of hard work. I'm not afraid of working extra hard for a day, you know. But let's not not recognize the the cost of that, you know, the deficit that it puts you in. And, um, but here's, here's the deal is when I find people, when I find people who have lost capacity and they attempt to catch back up, but they can't, or maybe they don't really want to catch up by doing work, hard work, time, they end up looking for shortcuts, right? Somebody's fall, falling back falling back in life, falling back physically, falling back financially, falling, falling back in some dimension of their life. And the two things happen. They want to catch back up and it's just too steep of a hill to climb to catch up and they can't, or they don't really want to do the hard work to catch back up. They just want to be back up. So what they do is they start looking for shortcuts. How can I, how can I do this easier? You know, how can I not work as hard because it's, extra hard to work hard now how can I figure out how to do this easier and it's and it's always caged as well I'm just trying to be more efficient or I'm just trying to save myself for later or I just have a better way to do it a smarter way to do it an easier way to do it and sometimes that's valid sometimes taking taking a pause to think about how I can construct a shortcut like sometimes there's value there but if that becomes your default setting that becomes your default setting to always look for a shortcut, always look for an easier way. And you're just feeding the problem. You're actually not even keeping up at the three miles an hour, even though you're 20 feet behind, you're actually going 2.9 miles an hour and you're, and you're 20 feet behind and you're slowly losing a half an inch every five minutes, you know? And, but, but we're going to, we're going to carefully craft it to ourself in our heads and the world as, well, I'm just trying to be more efficient. I'm trying to work smarter. Uh, you know, well, I got a shortcut, I got an easier way, I got a better way. And, you know, I'm all about a better way, easier way, smarter way, more efficient way. But not all the time. That's not my default. That's not my default setting. My default setting is get to work, do it, move, 
and while I'm moving, I'm thinking. And what's happening is when most people look for shortcuts, they're not moving. They're standing around waiting. So now this, there's time slippage as well. So it's just a double, it's a double whammy. Not only are you starting to suck more at life, you know, you're, you're taking, you're taking longer, you're taking longer to get the job done. You're, you're sucking more at life faster. But, um, you know, this whole work harder, work harder, you know, well, I want to work smarter, cute little sayings. I'm a big fan of just like, well, let's work smarter, harder, you know, but then I'm just ripping off other people's shit too. I just think fighting, fighting a tendency to rationalize where you're at, looking for shortcuts because it, it and it doesn't even have to be in a physical sense. This, in a, I found that our physical world tends to set patterns and habits for how our mind's going to work and vice versa. But it's for me, it's like, Hey, if I get up in the morning and I run or I go do some exercise, I feel like I'm more productive throughout the day. I feel my head's clear. It's, you know, it, it doesn't really happen the other way. Like when I sit down at work and I'm having a really good day and I just, oh, you know what? I'm going to sit at the computer. I'm going to focus on doing this, doing my TPS report and blah, blah, blah. And, wow, I just nailed that report. You know what I want to do? I want to get out and I want to go for a run and I'm going to have a better run. I, I, maybe I just feel like the other direction from physical into emotional and physical into intellectual and spiritual uh, places is a much more, it's not a one way street, but it's it definitely the flow is stronger going that direction than it is. The tide is stronger. Let's use that analogy, right? The tide is stronger going from physical to the other worlds than it is from the other worlds to that world. Does that make any sense? It does in my head. Um, so yeah, I just, I just really, really hypersensitive to that right now. Because I find myself wanting to take a shortcut. Ah, well, this is good enough. And uh, good enough isn't isn't good enough isn't good enough. Is good enough if your life depended on it? Is it good enough? Is if if your loved one's life depends on it, would what you're doing be good enough? Well, my well, my loved one's life's not dependent on this, so it's not a fair statement. Well, okay, fine, I got that. Not everything has to be life dependent, but if you use that for a baseline, and then you can at least then make a decision. Okay, well, maybe it's not good enough, but it doesn't have to be that good. It can be appropriately sufficient. Hey, this is sufficient. This meets the intent. Like, so, so what's happening is, is there engagement there instead of just the writing off, just how the, the shortcut. Now oh, I'm going to write this off. This is good because I don't want to continue to work because it's harder work to continue to work to get it to a standard that I'm happy with, you know. And that's how all these things are related to each other. I'm just super, super aware of it, super aware of it right now, this week, last week, you know, going into an event with TMF right now, very, very aware of it, because I'm going to sit here and I'm going to communicate a lot of this stuff to them in life, in, in different, different ways, you know, different facets, but, um, it's a good self-check, because I find myself doing setup and prep, and, oh, well, this is good enough, or, oh, I'm tired, or, oh, I don't want to do this, like, whoa, 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 stop, you know, I've built that trigger, that when I start to say those words, when I, every time I say good enough, Hey, that's good enough. I'm, that's a trip for me. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Maybe it is good enough, but I've said the word it's good enough. That's a trigger for me to at least take a, take a moment to check back in. Is it, is it really, or am I just taking a shortcut? Have I just let that slippery slope, that insidious thing set in where I'm trying to play catch up in my physical world and it's creeped into my mental and emotional world.
I don't want to do that. That's not excellence. That's not excellence. So I think keeping up is a part of excellence. And obviously, like, I don't think, you know, there was a time when I was super competitive and I always wanted to be ahead. I've kind of lost that, that desire to, to win and, and crush and dominate and just sort of like, hey, just be good. Just be good being good. But then I'm like, okay, well, is that a cop-out too? You know, is that a cop-out too? Or it's like, okay, I'm keeping up. Well, that's good. That's good enough. Whoa, whoa, keeping up is good enough now? Well, why isn't it trying to get ahead? Um, but I think a, a default mindset of always trying to get ahead leads to other ugly shit. Maybe that's another podcast, but always trying to get ahead is very, very similar to taking shortcuts to trying to catch back up. Oh, I just want to get ahead. I want to get ahead. Well, do you want to get ahead by working harder? Or do you want to get ahead by looking for a shortcut? I mean, so it continues to play out. You just have to be aware of where you're at and what you're doing, what your intentionality is. But I don't want to. I don't want to go there yet because I haven't really thought about. I've really spent a lot of time thinking about getting ahead and how that's really the same as trying to catch up. It's almost like it's a it's comparison. It's that world of comparison, also. But ah, uh, nah, it is. But that's not that's not the direction I was going for in the beginning. I don't want to lose it. I don't want to lose it. Because I know once it's lost, once capacity's lost, it's it's getting harder and harder. It doesn't get easier as we get older. It doesn't get easier as we get more tired to to regain what we lost. So it's better just to, just to keep it. How do you keep it? Well, good habits, healthy routines, being aware. Um, anyways, that's my podcast for today what I've been thinking about this week. I'll probably be thinking about it next week, the week after. I think about it quite a bit. It's easier to keep up than catch up. So, um, amen. Here we go. Week with uh, Travis Manning Foundation. If you don't know, um, if not me, then who? A great, um, great model. So uh, look those guys up. Big fan, big fan of supporting them. They do some amazing stuff with some amazing people. And uh, we'll talk to you guys uh, next week. Thanks.